non-fungible token, or an NFT, if you will. It's a unit of data stored on a digital ledger blockchain that certifies a digital asset to be unique and therefore not interchangeable. NFTs can be used to represent items like photos, videos, audio, other types of digital files, and access to any copy of the original file, however, not restricted to the buyer of the NFT. While copies of these digital items are available for anyone to obtain, NFTs are tracked on blockchains to provide the owner with a proof of ownership that is separate from copyright. It's a concept that I continue to struggle to wrap my head around. So let's dig into NFTs, what they are, how they work. And to do that, I'm pleased to welcome to the show the CEO of Liquid Avatar, David Lukacs. David, how are you doing here today? I'm doing great, Jeff. How are you? I'm doing well. Uh, appreciate this time. NFTs, they're very popular right now, but I'm sure a lot of people are like, what the heck is a non-fungible token? In, in the easiest way possible, David, can you explain exactly what an NFT is? Uh, okay. It's a, it's a big concept. I'm going to try and break it down. So an NFT is a, uh, a digital piece of software that represents a good service experience. So think about, let's talk about one of my favorite things, a comic book. And I, I can read a paper-based comic book. Um, there's two alike. Um, I could trade them. I could do everything else I want with those comic books. An NFT comic book would be unto itself. There would be one version of that comic book um, that is unique unto itself, and I might have a second copy of it that's unique to itself and a third copy that is unique to itself. None of them are exactly the same. So it is a unique individual piece of code that represents, um, in, in most cases, a digital collectible. Okay, and why is that something that people are desiring so much right now? I mean, it, it, it's it, how do I say? It? I mean, it's it's not like a it's not like buying a piece of art at at an art auction, right? It's it's a little bit different than that, right? You have like a well, we'll go to the art example. If I own a piece of digital art, why you know you could just copy and paste that, right? Someone else can just get it for free off of Instagram. So why is why is NFTs? Why is purchasing it through a non fungible token? something that people are so interested in right now. I, I personally just can't grasp the value of it. Well, you know, again, a big concept, but if you think about, about money, money is interchangeable. Money is, I have money in my account, you have money in your account, but all the money is the same, right? So at the end of the day, um, you know, we think of money as money that is David's money or Jeff's money, but really is neither. And it, it can be in changed. It could be, it literally could be copied or stolen. All those things can exist in the real world at any time. What makes a, a non-fungible token, and we'll talk about the collectability and other issues that go with it, but it is a unique piece of software on the blockchain. It is a, it is, it's encoded that that piece of artwork belongs to that token and that token only. So while visually it may not, it may be able to be uh, copied, it can never be transferred without transferring the record on the blockchain. So it is, it's, it's, it's sort of like having a certificate of authenticity that is, is, uh, is immutable, cannot be changed um, without changing all the rock records in behind it. So think of, um, think of it this way. When you buy a, a, a hockey sweater that might be signed, mm -hmm. and it might have been owned by 10 people, but you never know if that's actually a real hockey sweater that was signed by the original person because there's no 
chain of custody, mm-hmm. right? There's no way to look back on that and see if every, everyone who owned it before you. With, with NFTs, the chain of custody is always maintained. So if I have a digital collectible, I know every wallet that had that collectible before me. So I can see the creation, I can see when it happened, when it was minted, and all the people that owned it. So it creates sort of a chain of custody or, or certificates of authenticity. Now that has nothing to do with the collectability, that has to do with the, the, the verifiability of that item. Right. So, so that's, that's really important. Okay, and and why do you think it's so popular right now? I mean, we're seeing the market for NFTs. I mean, it's gone up an insane amount over these last couple of years. Are people just, I guess, understanding it more and more at this point and really starting to appreciate some of the value? Or is it just like the fact that it's popular and trading so much right now, like we saw with Bitcoin back in the day, uh, that it's just something everyone wants to be a part of. Everyone wants to get their fingers into this new digital platform right now. Well, I can give you my opinion. There's lots of different um, opinions out there. So let me give you mine, which is, again, you know, it's my theory. First of all, I'm a collector. So Mm -hmm. I I think I understand a collector's mentality. I've been a comic book collector my whole life, and and I I dabble in pop culture. So, and, you know, comic books go from the ones that you can buy on the shelf for, you know, now two or three dollars at the time when I was buying them as a kid at 12 cents. And now those 12 cent comics can be worth thousands of dollars. So, why is a collectible valuable? It's because you've got two parties. It's a supply and demand equation. So, so we'll talk about that's the collectability of a, an NFT. I have it. You don't. Uh, you might want it, and I might be willing to sell it to you at the right price based on supply and demand. So there's collectability. There's also the, abil- the, the thought process that um, it is an easy way for people to get into, quote-unquote, cryptocurrency because – now there is, while it's still a digital piece of art or a digital collectible, there's still more tangibility in people's minds than it would be with a, with a Bitcoin or, a, or, or Ethereum or some other cryptocurrency that they think is esoteric. Third, that people who have cryptocurrency now have an outlet to buy something that has, again, it's, it's not tangibility, but express tangibility. And then the last item is, that Gen Z or Gen Z, younger people and millennials, they're not hoarders like my generation. They don't want stuff. They want experiences and they want portability and they do everything on their portable devices. So if I had to pack up all my comic books in boxes and take it to Jeff's house to show it to them, that would be a, that would be a big ordeal. Mm-hmm. But if I have all those comic books on all those collectibles available on my phone because they're stored in the cloud, then I can easily transport them anywhere I go just by having my phone. So that's three or four ways to think of NFTs, why the value equation, supply and demand, ability to get easily into the crypto market, for those in the crypto market to have some type of implied or expressed tangibility. And the fourth is that the generation uh, Gen Z or Z and millennials are, are much more into digital wares than they are into physical wares. Yeah, that actually was a great explanation. I really, really did appreciate that. That, that helped a lot. Um, so how are people actually buying NFTs? Because you mentioned cryptocurrency. Is this being uh, traded you know, through things like, like Bitcoins or other types of cryptocurrency? Is it being done like with my Canadian dollars? How is that actual purchase being made? Both. So, so um, uh, I'm sure um, you know, your listeners have all visited eBay at one point in time or another. So yeah. eBay is a virtual marketplace that allows you to buy and sell goods and services, mainly goods. 
um, uh, there are ver- many different marketplaces out there that um, that sell um, uh, NFTs. So you know you've got Top Shot, which is the NBA and 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 uh, Dapper Labs, which is out in the Vancouver area. You've got OpenSea, you've got Nifty, you've got Block Party, you've got a lot of new new marketplaces coming up. So there are marketplaces, and some of those marketplaces only take crypto, and then some of those marketplaces are able to take both crypto and fiat, which is traditional Canadian dollars or U.S. dollars. So there's both. So again, going back to that easy entry into the crypto market, um, one of the one of the um, you know premises I, I propose. This makes an easy transition for people to get into the crypto market without having to understand really what is the Bitcoin, what is the Ethereum. So this is I can see artwork. I want to buy it for a hundred dollars. I bought a piece of artwork for a hundred dollars. It's it's contained in an NFT, which is a non fungible token. Token is you know done through a cryptographic process of minting, and you know lo and behold, I'm in. I, I've now got my own crypto. Uh, when I was trying to, you know, do a little bit of research here and prepare for, for our conversation, one of the things I saw some people talk about was the possibility of this NFT bubble, right? We're seeing sort mm-hmm. of it get bigger right now, and I guess there would be fear that it could potentially pop at some point. Do you do you see that? It seems to me like there's a lot more belief that NFTs will hold value compared to something like Bitcoin, which seems to be going the other way. Well, Bitcoin goes up and down, right? And, and Bitcoin does have a finite supply at the end of the day, but... but um, if I ask you to go back, remember Beanie Babies? Mm-hmm. Okay. Beanie Babies, you know, um, some people still collect Beanie Babies, although not as many as they uh, did in the, in the Haiti maybe 20-odd years ago. And if I go back even further, I'll go back to Cabbage Patch Kids, which I sort of remember when I was, uh, you know, working at my part-time job in, in the, the, you know, the late 70s and, and early 80s, right? Cabbage Patch Kids. And there, everything has a bubble. Um, and, and that's just normal. I mean, today sports cards are very, very hot again. But um, for many years, hot sports cards were were not that hot, and and before that they were red hot. Um, again, fortunate comic books for me have always been sort of mainstream and a collectible for many years. But what's really um, it, it, it's always got to be buyer beware. What you should be purchasing, in my humble opinion, is something that has both intrinsic value to you as a collector because I'd never guide someone on an investment. So if you buy something as a collector and inherently you want to keep that and you see, see that collectability um, uh, have appreciable value because you know who the author is or the creator is and you know what you're buying, um, you're not buying on a, on a whim, you do a little bit of research, everybody should do their own due diligence, you probably would survive uh, a bubble better than those that just go out and buy things on a whim. Okay, makes sense. Um, okay, let, let's talk a little bit about Liquid Avatar here. So what, mm-hmm. what, is, what are you guys doing here um, with, with this new Liquid Avatar mobile app? What is it going to allow people to do when it comes to NFTs? What, tell me a little bit about the app itself. Okay, so the app is, so our core business, at the core of our business, is that we're in the digital identity space. And that's, a, again, another big term. So what does that mean? It, if you've got a wallet and you've got a key ring that you carry around with you when you leave the house, Hopefully, we still are able to leave the house, but as you leave the house, you know, using your face and a piece of identity proves that you can go in to a liquor store and buy a, a bottle of liquor. Right. Well, what do you do when you're online? So when you're online, there's this old um, joke from the New Yorker, I think in the 90s, says, on, you know, online, no one knows, when you're online, no one knows you're a dog. So anybody can be anything when they want online. 
But with the change in, in, in the current social ecosphere and everything that's going on, government services, education, healthcare, information services, e-commerce, will all over time require you to prove that you are you to make a transaction. And so what Liquid Avatar is, is, a, is at, it, at its surface, is a fun and easy way to create a digital identity and underneath sort of the waterline of an iceberg, underneath all that good, fun, engaging stuff, is a very serious play on how to support digital identity, how to provide you with a wallet and services, all at no cost, so that you can manage your online identity as, that's, as those services grow. So that's what we do. So how we're connected to NFTs is actually quite simple because the avatar that you create in Liquid Avatar actually started its journey a couple of years ago as an NFT. But we decided to change lanes and, and eventually we believe NFTs can become part of your avatar, part of your icon, or you might buy NFTs that are digital sneakers and be able to wear those on your avatar and the avatar might become, I'm going to kind of, uh, you know, look into the future a little bit, but your avatar may be 3d and mobile. So there's lots of things that we're thinking about. How do you take and, and take really rare NFT digital sneakers and put them on an avatar? Does that, hopefully that makes sense. Okay. Yeah. So it's basically like a, a digital wallet or a digital storage facility yeah. where you can put yeah. all your stuff, right? And it's all available to you. Like if I have a bank account, I probably have uh, seven or eight different accounts within that o overarching, you know, bank that I work in. So, you know, you can have your NFT stored there. You can have your, your digital identity stored on there. You could probably have some cryptocurrency accounts stored within there. Is is like, that's like basically a one-stop shop to put all your stuff if I'm understanding correctly. Yeah, we're, we're, it's a, it, we're building a utility. We don't have all those features yet today, but Jeff, you're, you're, you're actually seeing the future of what we're seeing. The idea is, is to create a utility um, where you can store, manage, and control um, your digital information. It's yours. We don't have access to it because it uses biometrics, your individual recognition to get into the storage, and I'll add something to that in a second but it's all about you. And we do it at no cost because we have vendors that would like to propose opportunities to you, not directly, but indirectly, because we never sell or rent data. And if um, you engage with those merchants, we'll get paid a little piece of the pie. But what's really important as well is we're, 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 we've got on our roadmap the ability to build something called data guardianship. And what that means is if you have children that go to school, you'll be in charge of their identity and data until they're old enough. If you've got somebody that you want to trust with access to your data in the event that there's an emergency, you can have that too because we're really not going to be able to get into your data. That's your data controlled by your biometrics. Interesting stuff. Uh, David, I, I think that's probably all for now. I guess if anyone's looking to kind of get into the NFT game, you know, you, you've been doing it for a little bit. What would be your kind of first piece of advice to start that journey? Well, I, I always say to people, do your own due diligence. Um, uh, you know, we, we hosted a big NFT event um, uh, a, a couple of weeks ago, and you can look that up at, at liquidavatar.com or you can look it up at our NFT site, OasisDigitalStudios.com, and you can learn a little bit about NFTs. So I'd start there, and then I'd go out and start reading a little bit about the market, looking at things, and um, um, doing your own due diligence. And, and tread carefully. There's a, there's a lot of great stuff out there as NFTs, and 
You know, there's one man's junk is another man's treasure. So you've got to know what you're doing. But stay in your lane. If you're into artwork, stay in the artwork lane. If you're into music, stay in the music lane. Do the things that you know best. Don't try and stray too far initially um, because it just may not be your expertise. Yeah, that's a, a good place to start. All right, David. Well, really appreciate this. Hopefully that provided a bit of an explanation into what NFTs are and how Liquid Avatar can help, uh, you know, store and keep those safe as well. So appreciate this time. Um, we'll, we'll do it again soon, I hope. Uh, interesting conversation. Thank you, Jeff. Really appreciate it. Yeah, really appreciate it too. David Lukacs right there, CEO of Liquid Avatar, speaking to NFTs or non-fungible tokens. It is something that... Many see as the future, so I did want to dig a little bit more into it and how it works, and maybe someday I personally will have a bit of a deeper grasp of it and be able to buy and sell NFTs myself. I like that suggestion David gave there at the very end. Stick to what you know. If you like music, buy music. If you like art, buy art, etc. Uh, at least that way, at the end of the day, it has value to you. Like the old issue of a Spider-Man comic book may be worth nothing to me, but to someone out there, it could be worth thousands. So people are making a lot of money on these non-fungible tokens. So is it a fad? I know Mark Cuban sees it as something that will have a future. And that is a guy that probably knows a thing or two about money and finances and what's going to stick around here into the future and how to make a buck or two off of it. Um, yeah, that guy from Dragon's Den, you know who he is. He, I saw some, some stuff uh, from him talking about non-fungible tokens, and he believes that they have uh, some, some future uh, in terms of investing as well. So NFTs, hopefully that provided a little bit more information on exactly what those are and exactly how they work.